stress is nothing more than a socially acceptable form of mental illness. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today, a brand new rock star, good buddy of mine, uh, repeat guest, and you know, he's the president of Vault Promotions, and I'm going to call him the co-founder of Promocations, Josh Robbins, buddy. Thanks so much for joining me. Yeah, Kirby, thank you for having me, man. This is always uh, an, an extreme pleasure, and, and uh, I'm, I'm humbled every time you invite me on here, so thank you. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's really good. Really good. Anytime we get a chance to spend a little time together, it's very good. Um, so I want to talk to you about that t-shirt you're wearing. Uh, it's been a bit about a year since Promocations and that adventure has started. So now that you've got a year under your belt, what's been the biggest lesson in starting out this new venture called Promocations? The biggest lesson is kind of a tough question. I mean, because we have learned so much, <laughs> both both Bill and I. So Bill Petrie is, is the other partner in this uh, a crazy idea of ours. We've learned a lot because it's a, it's a field that we're not intimately familiar with. You know, it's outside mm -hmm. of my comfort zone in selling and manufacturing items. It's outside of Bill's comfort zone because neither one of us have been event planners um, or travel planners mm -hmm. or any of that. So um, we've learned a ton of lessons. I think generically is where I've learned my biggest lessons though, that kind of um, the lessons that, that, you can take to any other company or venture that I do. I think probably the biggest one um, is that timing is imperative. Um, so mm -hmm. for us, you know, learning how to run this business and learning how to run these events, um, although it is a learning experience, that hasn't been the biggest challenge. The challenge is really trying to find our timing and trying to find our flow. So, you know, with this being an event business and with our major event being a cruise, you know, we've, we've sort of had to learn what time works for us. You know, what allows us the most time to make sure that we get it set up properly? What's the best timing for the distributors and the suppliers and the people who are coming to this event that they're available? So we're kind of working through that. Um, I think another big lesson, though, that's probably equally important is anytime that you work with a partner, um, no matter how well you know them, I, I, I know Bill, you know, quite a bit. We're, we're good buddies outside of our business venture together. Um, but different people work different ways, you know, and so the way that mm -hmm. I work isn't necessarily the way that Bill works. And so sometimes our timing, even though, you know, even though we're both moving in the same direction, our timing can sort of butt head sometimes. So I think, you know, just trying to find a, a good, you know, symbiotic relationship as far as timing <laughs> goes, it has been, has been key for us. Um, and probably what, another lesson I learned on, the, on our last cruise was more in managing stress and keeping enthusiasm. So anytime you're running an event like this, it's just so super stressful because you've, you've done all the legwork. So you really can't control a whole lot of what's going on outside of, you know, what you've already done leading up to the activity. So I think managing stress for me um, is a lesson that's ongoing mm. because, um, you know, yeah. I feel like sometimes when things don't go right or there's last minute changes, my stress is, you know, you, you can view it, you can see it, people can feel it. Um, and so everybody wants to help and it's, you know, it's not off putting, but it's just one of those things that I have to remind myself, you know, not to sweat the small stuff. Um, you know, there's a mm. book 
don't sweat the small stuff. Sorry, I'm turning my phone off. Um, and it says, stress is nothing more than a socially acceptable form of mental illness. And it's so mm. true. It's like, you know, I can't control that the wind is so crazy that we've got to scramble to try to find a different catamaran that day. But it is stressful. So it's just trying to keep a mindset, I think, in everything that I do that, hey, you know what? You've done what you can do. Don't stress the small stuff. It's going to work out. Yeah. Man, that's that's really good stuff. And it, yeah, it's a it, quite literally moving target when, you, when you're putting something together like this. And as a, as a person who's been on one of the events, just let me tell you, amazing experience. You guys are doing a great job. So, um, yeah, you bet. So the other thing is, is like during this thing where you're launching this new venture, you're still trying to grow your supplier business in vault promotion. So what's it been like to try to balance both of these adventures? It, it, it's tough. It, it is really tough because, yeah. you know, vault is, you know, is the business, um, that has allowed me to explore other avenues. So, I mean, you know, that is key. Um, and, and same thing mm-hmm. for Bill, you know, both Bill and I, we, we didn't start promocations because we needed a business or we were trying to pay bills. Um, and so, right. you know, the dichotomy, it's, it's so weird how when I started Vault Promotions, um, you know, we didn't take home a paycheck for a year. And so, you know, we're cashing unemployment checks for $270 a week. We're, we're pumping all the money back into the business. It couldn't fail we had to make it succeed. And Promocations has been yeah. a little bit of a different story in that, yes, we want it to succeed, but it's it's more of a passion project. You know, this isn't paying mm-hmm. the bills, you know, um, or, or at yeah. least not yet. I mean, that, that was never really our goal. <laughs> and we didn't do this because yeah. we were just bored. So we're both running businesses <laughs> full time. And so I think um, the hardest thing has been time management. You know, I, I think trying yeah. to juggle all of these different balls can be, you know, really, really difficult sometimes. And I find myself trying to multitask, which is a complete joke. Multitasking just does not exist. You either do something or you don't do something. You know, it's like if, if you're multitasking, you're just not doing anything right. And so for me, it's, yeah. it's been, okay, I need to dedicate, I need to schedule time to work on this venture because this does need help. Um, you know, we, we don't have a team. There are organizations that are doing what we do, but they have a team devoted to it. That's their job. Mm-hmm. You know, for Bill and I, yeah. we are carving out additional time on top of our normal businesses to try to make this work. Um, so I'm setting aside time to clock in and clock out. That's been, I think, my biggest thing. Um, right now, it's also one of those things where we have a purpose for promocations. But we're trying to match that purpose with a stable business plan. You know, at Vault Promotion, mm. we will accept POs as they come in. It's established. Um, you know, we have uh, we have reorders. We have our our set of of customers that will buy from us. Um, when you start promocations, it's you know you're sort of starting over. You're you're trying to remember what it's like. Oh yeah, that's right. We have to go out and find clients and the right clients. And so it's right. been, we have an idea of this purpose driven business, but now we're trying to match it to, okay, how can this be sustainable? Because the business needs, mm-hmm. you know, needs to pay for itself as, as we go along. So right. that's, that's kind of where I am with, with both of the companies. Yeah. 
No, that's fair. Well, it leads nicely into final question about promocations. I'm just curious, uh, you know, when, when we start, both you and I have started multiple businesses. And when you start any business, you base it on an assumption or a hypothesis, right? So yeah. then, then once you do that, you're like, okay, now I'm going to put it into the market and see if my assumption's real. Yeah. So what's something that you thought in advance that turned out to be true and maybe something that wasn't true? Yeah, I mean that you're you're exactly right about the assumptions and the hypothesis. I mean, all we had to go on here was an assumption, you know. I mean, uh, like I said, yeah. it's not like we had this, you know, crazy idea and, or or this brand new product that we wanted to sell. We had an assumption that I didn't like the way that certain events ran and wanted to do them differently. So my assumption mm -hmm. is it would work better for me if things ran this way. And so the yeah. we wanted to develop a company around that. And, and give it, you know, give it a shot. And you're right. You, I mean, you, you learn things, you, you know, some stuff you're, you're, you're dead right about some stuff you're just totally wrong on. So, I mean, one of the, <laughs> one of the things that, that both Bill and I thought was that we could bring a large group of people together and have it be an experience where everybody kind of stuck together, you know, where we made this mm -hmm. a vacation where everybody stuck together. One of the one of the challenges, um, and and this was expressed by quite a few people that I pitched this idea to, was that well, yeah, but man, you're on vacation, and you know when you're on vacation, people are just going to go do their own thing. You know, sure, you brought us all here, and yeah, we'll do what we have to do with the meetings and and our our plan stuff. But after that, they're splitting. And I was like, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't think so. And Bill and I mm -hmm. have been so so glad to see that is not the case at all. You know, I mean, this when, yeah. when when we get on the boat, we travel as a pack and, you know, for, for better yeah. or worse, you know, you're around these people pretty much nonstop for the entire week. But that's that's the yeah. beauty of the event, though. And that's what builds these relationships mm -hmm. and really makes it special. You're not just taking off. So so that ended up being yeah. true. So that, that was good. Um, the other thing that ended up being true was the inclusion of plus ones. There was a lot of pushback on including plus ones for the exact same reason that I just discussed. People were saying, well, if so-and-so's husband is on board or if so-and-so's wife is on board, it's going to be a vacation for them or they're not part of the business. They're going to be distracted. They're not going to talk shop. It's just not the case. You know, the, the plus ones have made this event something so different and so special you get to see yeah. who they are in real life. You get to meet their spouses or their kid or whoever it is that they bring on board. And that becomes part of the experience. You, you really are learning who they are as a person. And to me, that's invaluable. So that was also true. So we, we did nail yeah, that two cool. things. Um, not yeah. true. I think it's probably uh, one of the main reasons why we decided to start with a cruise was because it was all inclusive. You know, we were trying to make things as easy as possible for us. And from a budgeting standpoint, it makes sense because you can prepay for meals. You can prepay for drinks. You don't have, you know, surprise bills at the end of everything. Um, that's not true. There's still expenses in any business that you're not counting on. Um, and so I'm trying to rework the budget and like, okay, well, you know, yeah. we didn't realize that, you know, that hotel the night before that that bar bill was going to be this high, you know, now we have mm. to account for it. Um, you know, so there, there's minor stuff like that. I also thought, I, I truly thought from the beginning that we could angle this a little bit different, differently than some of the other events in our industry. Um, so, that, I mean, this is pretty industry specific right here in that I thought distributors would be more willing to share in the cost of something like this um, as opposed mm -hmm. to the suppliers that are paying for it. So I guess it was a miscalculation about who I thought the customer would be or that we could bend things a little bit 
and maybe do something a little bit differently where, you know, distributors were, were paying some part of this. Now, I will say the, the distributors yeah. who have been a part of these events, I have no doubt they would pay to come back. Like once they see, mm-hmm. you know, what's involved, they want yeah. to sign back up and they will gladly pay for it. Uh, we just need to do a better job of, you know, allowing people that opportunity and explaining that it's available to them, you know, and explaining the value to both sides of the fence. So instead of this being, you know, hey, you're 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 being invited and paid for by a sponsor, we kind of want everybody to take ownership in that. And so that's that was one thing that I thought would kind of take off that it just hasn't. We have to kind of rework that and rethink that and, and develop it as we go. Yeah, and I, I will say for those people, I think that one of the challenges when people want to start a business is they want to think that they have it all figured out so that they, once they're ready, then they'll launch, right? And so yeah. I think it keeps people from launching. And I think hearing that's been my experience too, is like you make your best guesses, you get as prepared as you can, and then you launch and the market will tell you if you're right. So I, I think that's just good, good lesson from that. So final question for you, bud. Um, this has been very interesting. Um, so when it comes to starting a business, any business, obviously uh, you've got vault there and, and promocations, whatever, what is the best advice you've ever received about starting a business? Hmm. Um, I received advice a long time ago from a high school teacher of mine that says, never let a day pass that you don't learn something. And although that's more, mm. it's not necessarily business related, it, it's, but it can be, you thing. know, I mean, there's not a day that goes by. And even if it's something mundane, it's like, man, I learned how to concatenate sales in Excel today. Like that's lame, but you learned it, you know? And, and so <laughs> always looking for a way to grow. And then I would also say, um, you know, there was a, a a book that I read a long time ago, and it was talking about positioning. And I think the name of the book was Positioning. And it's positioning yeah. is not what you do to a product. It's what you do in the mind of your prospects. So instead of like trying to mm. develop the perfect product or sell the perfect product, you, how do you sell? How do you change the mindset of the prospect that you're selling to? And so to mm. me, that always comes back to value. So anytime that I'm talking to anybody about starting a business, it's, yeah, you have a great product, but we can all sell product. Everybody that's going to listen to this is a salesman, I assume, and we can sell anything once or twice, you know, but if you don't provide value, you're not going, you're not going to succeed in business. You know, there has to be value. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't sell name badges at bulk promotions. I sell a solution that makes it easier for others to make money selling badges. That's value. I'm <laughs> telling, you know, I'm selling that value. Um, and it's kind of the same thing with, with the promo cruise. It's, you know, anybody can book a vacation. You can go on and book a cruise all you want. Right. We provide value by bringing a big group of industry peers together to build relationships. And we hope that those relationships bring value to each other. You know, we, we're selling value. So I would say, mm. don't sell products, sell value, you know, if you sell value, money will follow it. You know, as long as you're providing value, the business end of things seem to take care of themselves. Yeah. Dude, that's great advice. I totally agree. And just as a, you didn't ask me to do this, whatever, but I was on the first promo cruise. The, the promocations thing is awesome. It was, those are real relationships being built. So kudos to you, buddy. Yeah. Thank, thank you very much. I mean, it's, it, it's been fun. It's been really fun. I, I'm just glad that it's been received so well. Um, everybody, everybody that's been on, on one of our events has just absolutely loved it. And it's, you know, when Bill and I dreamed this thing up, um, we sort of hoped that that would be the response that we would get. And 
it's been more so. I mean, it's it's blown us away. So we're we're really excited to be able to provide this to the industry, and hopefully, it'll grow from here. Absolutely. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. That's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Adios. Thank you.